0: Welcome to Zikrudavsi Mani Mam Rabbi Abram Gold, and here with Zekes Nazar, Davsam the ninth pair of Kakusim So the three tops are going to focus on number one. This stuff consists of several unrelated Mishnayas, where the Lucha changes from before a fact is established to afterwards. The Mishnah states, One who discovers a corpse for the first time in this place. Lying normally, he may remove it with its surrounding earth. Because it's buried alone, there is reason to believe it was buried temporarily, and may be moved. The same applies to two discovered graves. If he found three buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground, It's a graveyard zone, meaning they're intentionally buried and none can be moved. Furthermore, he must inspect the area for other possible burial chambers up to 20 amas away. Based on the language of the Mishnah, reviewed excludes the following cases from the law of the Mishnah. A known grave, it doesn't count towards three graves, someone killed, and someone buried in a sitting position or his head between his thighs. The reason for these last two cases is because the position of burial indicates that it may be a nachri. Abreissa adds the case of an incomplete body. Rishon suggests that this is Halakha of Moshe Misinai and that this is the reason for the case of someone killed. Point number to the next mission states Nagaim Tahor, all doubts of Nagaim in the beginning are ruled Tahor, Kotuma, as long as he has not been confirmed Tame. The Rush explains this to refer to a case where two people or even one display two Nagaim of different sizes, and the second week they're both the same larger size, meaning the smaller one having spread should cause confirmed Saras. Because it's unknown which Nega has grown and no Nega has yet been confirmed, both are declared Tahor. The mission continues tame. Once he has confirmed Tame, his suffix is Rul Tame, in a case where it's unknown which nega reverted to its original size. The Gemara suggests a source for the mission but proves it cannot be. Instead it's the source for Yishu, who said that a nega which is unknown, if the white spot preceded the white hair, which would be Tame, or the white hair preceded the white spot, which is Tahor, is Rul Tahor. And Point Murthy, the next Mishnah states, drachim zav, ajwa ziva. Azav is examined in seven ways as long as he has not been confirmed for tuma ziva, meaning if he has not yet experienced a second discharge, which makes him tamay for seven days. The Mishnah lists food, drink, carrying a load, jumping, illness, seeing or thinking of something that arouses him as activities that may have externally caused the ziva. Mishnah niska ko ziva ain't botknoso. Once he has been confirmed for tuma ziva, meaning he experienced two discharges without external causes, he is not examined and a third discharge will require carbon regardless of its cause. Also, a later discharge will interrupt his seven clean days regardless of cause. Rabbi Nassim provides the source. Mazav is and one who has a flow of Ziva, whether male or female. Luriyah shlishes iskashl nekeva. For the third flow, a male is compared to a female whose Ziva is her, regardless of cause. Luriyah argues and Bryson holds that a is examined for the third discharge as well and only a fourth discharge is tamay to interrupt clean days regardless of cause. The more explains the Malchokas. So once again, the three points are number one. This stuff consists of several unrelated Mishnayas where the Lachat changes from before a fact is established to afterwards. The Mishnah states, One who discovers a corpse for the first time in this place Lying normally, he may remove it with its surrounding earth Because it's buried alone, there is reason to believe it was buried temporarily And may be moved The same applies to two discovered graves If he found three buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground It's a graveyard zone, meaning they're intentionally buried And none can be moved Furthermore, he must inspect the area for other possible burial chambers Up to 20 Amos away Based on the language of the Mishnah, Reviewed excludes the following cases from the law of the Mishnah. A known grave, it doesn't count towards three graves, someone killed, and someone buried in a sitting position or his head between his thighs. The reason for these last two cases is because the position of burial indicates that it may be a nachri. Abreissa adds the case of an incomplete body. Rishon suggests that this is Halakha of Moshe Sinai and that this is the reason for the case of someone killed. Point number two the next mission states Nagaim Tahor. All doubts of Nagaim in the beginning are ruled Tahor, Niska Kotuma, as long as he has not been confirmed Tame. The Rush explains this to refer to a case where two people or even one display two nagaim of different sizes, and the second week they're both the same larger size, meaning the smaller one having spread should cause confirmed Saras. Because it's unknown which nega has grown and no nega has yet been confirmed, both are declared Tahor. The mission continues. Once he has confirmed Tame, his suffix is Rul Tame, in a case where it's unknown which nega reverted to its original size. The Gemara suggests a source for the mission, but proves it cannot be. Instead, it's the source for Yishu who said that a nega which is unknown, if the white spot preceded the white hair, which would be Tame, or the white hair preceded the white spot, which is tahor, is ruled tahor. And point, Murthy, the next Mishnah states, Mashhiva Drachim Azab Niska Koziva. Azab is examined in seven ways as long as he has not been confirmed for Tumaziva, meaning if he has not yet experienced a second discharge, which makes him tamay for seven days. The Mishnah lists food, drink, carrying a load, jumping, illness, seeing or thinking of something that arouses him as activities that may have externally caused the Ziva. Mishaniska Koziva ain't Bodkinosu. Once he has been confirmed for Tumaziva, meaning he experienced two discharges without external causes, He is not examined and a third discharge will require carbon regardless of its cause. Also, a later discharge will interrupt his seven clean days regardless of cause. Rabbi Nassim provides the source. Mazav is zova, and one who has a flow of ziva, whether male or female, loria shlishis iskeshul nekeva. For the third flow, a male is compared to a female whose ziva is matameh her, regardless of cause. Rabbi argues, and Bryson holds that a zav is examined for the third discharge as well, and only a fourth discharge is tameh to interrupt clean days, regardless of cause. The more explains the Malchokas. All right, so now we get our simur daf samach and this sim was suggested to us by Hanan Davis, and he suggested Samechei is a set, a sheep, and we often use a shepherd. So here goes. The shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, where a matzor was trying to figure out if the white-spotted nega preceded the white hair or the reverse, that he himself forgot that he was in the middle of being bodic for seven things on his unconfirmed discharge. Once again, slow motion. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be warned off Samechei. The shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, which reminds us one who discovers a corpse for the first time in a place. Lying normally, he may remove it with its surrounding earth. Because it's buried alone, there's reason to believe it was buried temporarily and may be moved. The same applies to two discovered graves— if he found three buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground, it's a graveyard zone, meaning they were intentionally buried and none can be moved. Furthermore, he must inspect the area for other possible burial chambers up to 20 almas away. So the shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, where a matzor was trying to figure out if the white spotted in Negev preceded the white hair, or the reverse, which reminds us, the next mission states, all doubts of Negeim, in the beginning of Rul Tahor, Ajul Kutuma, as long as he has not been confirmed Tame. Now she explains that this refers to a case where two people or even one display two Nagayim of different sizes, and the second week they're both the same larger size. The smaller one having spread should cause confirmed Saras. Because it's unknown which Nega has grown, and no Nega has yet been confirmed, both are declared Tahor. Rabbi Shuwa said that a Nega which is unknown if the white spot preceded the white hair, which would be Tame, or the white hair preceded the white spot, which is Tahor, is Rul Tahor. So the shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a grave yard zone, with three graves, where Mitzor was trying to figure out if the white spotted Nega preceded the white hair, or the reverse, that he himself forgot that he was in the middle of being bodic for seven things on his unconfirmed discharge. Which reminds us, the next mission states Beshivit Rakhim Bodkinas Azab ziva. Azab is examined in seven ways as long as he has not been confirmed for Tuma Ziva, meaning if he has not yet experienced a second discharge, which makes him tummy for seven days. The Mishnah lists food, drink, carrying a load, jumping illness, seeing or thinking of something that arouses him as activities that may have externally caused the Ziva. Mishin niskal in botkinu. So once he has been confirmed for Tumaziva, meaning he experienced two discharges without external causes, he is not examined, and the third discharge will require carbon regardless of its cause. So once again, the shepherd got so spooked when he accidentally brought his flock into a graveyard zone with three graves, where a is trying to figure out if the white spot and nega precede the white hair or the reverse, that he himself forgot that he was in the middle being botik for seven things on his unconfirmed discharge. All right, so now it's time for four brach Daf Samakhalov. So the simmer daf Samakhalov is a saw and we often use a magician doing the sawing a person in half trick. So here goes. The hairy slave Nazar magician who chose a Nakhri was very sad he couldn't become a Nazar as his volunteer for the saw a person in half act. Saw a person in half? That must be more on Saw. The hairy slave nazir magician, which reminds the more brings a source that a slave can become a nazir, and it answers why sources needed given that since women can become a nazir, so should a Vadim. Rabbi answers that since the pasuk of Nadarim says, "Laser Israel nafsho to bind his soul with a bond this implies someone whose soul belongs to him can vow. This excludes a slave whose soul does not belong to him but to his master, since the soul does not belong to him regarding the Darim, I would say that for Naziris, he's also not able. so the Torah teaches otherwise. So the hairy slave Nazar magician who chose a Nachri was very sad he couldn't become a Nazir as his volunteer with the Saw, a person in Half Act, which reminds us the Gabor brings a source that Nakrim cannot become Nazirim. Abraissa states Dabra bin Israel, Boloa of the speak to the children of Yisrael about the law of Naziris, but not to idolaters. So the hairy slave Nazir magician who chose a Nakhri who was very sad he couldn't become a Nazar as his volunteer but the of person and half-act told the Nakhri audience not to worry if he messes up the trick because since they could not become Tahor... They cannot become Tameh, which reminds us. The Gemara answers that Nacherim are excluded from Naziris because the Pasuk says about An-Nazer, for his father and mother, he cannot contaminate himself, which teaches, Naziris only applies to someone who is subject to Tumah. This excludes to an idolater who is not subject to Tumah. The source that a cannot become Tameh is the Pasuk, and the man becomes Tameh and does not become Taur, which teaches that only Jews who can become Taur are subject to Tuma. But Nachrim, who cannot become Taur, as the Rosh explains, the Pasuk Bechata says the children of Israel are not subject to Tuma. Daf Samach Beis, So the similar Daf Samach Beis is a submarine. So here goes. The Admiral of the Hairy submarine, submarine, that must mean learned Daf Samach the admiral of the hairy submarine from the Kiyafli fleet, looking through his very clear periscope, which reminds the Gemara, as Kiyafli, the Katsav and Gabi Naziris, lameli. the Pasuk, if one shall clearly express that the Torah stated regarding Naziris, why is it needed since Naziris is compared to Nadarim, which contains the same phrase, and answers with a brysa, Heta Nadarim, ba'avim, al releases from Nadarim, fly in the air, and do not have a source on which to rely. Rabbi Eliezer disagrees, yeshelchem al they do have a source on which to rely, because they the Torah says the phrase Kiyafli twice, teaching, one is for the expression for forbidding, and one is for the expression for releasing the neder. So the Admiral from the hairy submarine from the Kiyafli fleet, looking through his very clear periscope, spotted a master forcing a slave to violate his Naziris, which reminds us that more explains the difference between forcing one slave regarding Naziris versus Nadarim. So the admiral from the hairy submarine from the Key Yafli fleet, looking through his very clear periscope, spotted a master forcing a slave to violate his naziris. As a nazir slave who had run away was returning home to his master because he was suffering for not being able to drink. Any wine. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches that if the slave ran away from his master after declaring Naziras, Rabbi says he may not drink wine, Rabbi Yossi says he may. The Gemara argues that the master does not give up hope on retrieving the slave, and Rabbi Yossi holds the master thinks that in the end he'll return, so let him drink wine so he should not be weakened. Rabbi Merah holds the master thinks, let him suffer so he'll return to me. So the similar to Rabbi Samach is a segue. So here goes. The notes on the hairy segue, segue? That must be more in Rabbi Samach then naz on the hairy segue, looking for the source for Tumas Tahom, which reminds us the next mishnah of states Naza Shegi no Tame, a nazu shaven discovered he was Tame in Tuma yedu a sorcerer, if it was a known Tumasaurus, he forfeits his naziris vim tumas tahom in a, sorcerer. and if it's an unknown Tumasaurus, he doesn't forfeit his naziris. This principle is known as Tumas Tahom Tuma of the deep. After two suggestions for sources where Tumas at are rejected, the Gemara concludes, Tumas at the home Rather, Tumas at was learned as a halacha lamoshim esinai. So the Nazar on the hairy segway, looking for the source, for Tumas at the home was informed after the completion of his term that he had become Tame during his term, which reminds us Rami Bar-Chama asked, if he became Tame during the term and was informed of it after completing his term, what is the halacha? Do we follow the time of his knowledge of the Tuma, and the knowledge was after the completion of his term, or not? The more further explains that Nafkamina emerges, according to Rebilliezer, who holds that Tuma after completing the term forfeits only seven days instead of 30. Now is this true only when he became Tame after completion, but not before, or is it sufficient that he only became aware of his tuma after completion of his term? Rava resolves this question from a mission which implies he forfeits only seven days, proving that forfeiture is determined by his knowledge of the tuma. So then Naza so on the hairy segue looking for this source, but Tuma satahom home was informed after the completion of his term that he had become Tame during his term, just as he passed him Tuma satahom home that was hidden under a pile of straw. Which reminds us, a Brysa defines the parameters of tumas Tahom. home. It's any tuma that no one, even at the end of the earth, is aware of. It then defines the necessary concealment. If it was hidden by straw or rocks, that is tumas to home. But if it was hidden in the sea, darkness, or in crevices in the boulders. It is not tumas to home since it's not actually concealed. And the brisa concludes that they only said the law of tumas to home regarding a tuma of a corpse, a mace, but not for other sources of tuma. Daf So the simur daf samachdalad is a secret agent. So here goes. The hairy secret agent, secret agent. that must learned duff Samach Dalad. The hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft, who had a suffix to be touched floating Tuma, and thereby remained Tahor, which reminds us, our mission presents Malchok is about floating Tuma, meaning Tuma which is suspended in water, which is ruled Tahor in the case of Suffix if the Tuma was touched. The Tanakhama says this applies whether the water is in a container or on the ground, but Rabbi Shimon holds, that if the water is in a container, the Suffix is ruled tameh. So the hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft, who had a suffolk if he touched floating tuma, and thereby remained tahor, and watched a corpse in a container float by, which reminds us, Rami Barakamah posed a series of seven questions about floating tuma which is on top of something in the water. The first is, mahu. If a corpse is in a container which is floating on the water, what is the halacha? Do we view the tuma as floating in the water, or do we consider it at rest in the container? So the hairy secret agent floating on an inflatable raft who had a suffix if he touched floating Tuma and thereby remained Tahor and watched a corpse in a container flow by was spotted by another walking over Tumas at the home on the seventh day. Of his purification, which reminds us, Ravamnuna said, Nazir Osapesak, Shahokhba Kebra Tahom, a Nazar and one performing a pesach, who walked over unknown tumah on the seventh day of the purification, our Taur. He explains unknown tumah is not strong enough to cause forfeiture at this stage of the Tahar process. Rabba brings a challenge from the Mishnah. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which stuff do you learn about the concept of tumas at the home, and that it's a Horakul Moshmi Sinai That's on Duff? Good number two. Which of the urn calls suffect Nagaim Tahor. All doubts from the gaim in the beginning of rule Tahor, Achua Niska as long as he has not yet been confirmed Tame, that's on Duff. Samakhe, good number three. Which of the one that since Nachrim cannot become Tahor, they cannot become Tame, that's on Duff. Samachov. Good number four. Which of the one floating Tuma meaning tuma which is suspended in water is rule tahor in a case of a suffic if the tuma was touched, that's on duff. Good number five. koziba. Zava is examined in seven ways as long as he has not been confirmed for Ziva, meaning he has not yet experienced. A second discharge, that's on Dav. Good number six. Which stuff do we have three opinions about the prohibition of dressing like a woman and we learn that a woman should not go out wearing weapons, that's on Dav. None test. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have a question of what the halacha is if a corpse is in a container which is floating on the water? That's on Dov. Good number eight. Which stuff do you want if one found three graves buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground? Buried at intervals matching a Jewish burial ground? kvaros. It's a graveyard zone meaning they were intentionally buried and none can be moved. That's on Dov. Good number nine. Which stuff do you want a slave can become a nazir? That's on Dov. Good. Number 10, which of the learned that a and one performing a Pesach who walked over unknown tuma on the seventh day of their purification? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgotham. wishing you a great day and great learning.